Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Two Cents Worth. I am your host, Ryan DeFaber. If you like golf, you're going to love this podcast. If you don't like golf, you're still going to like this podcast because you're listening to me. And who doesn't want to listen to me? One of the best podcasters in the Ballantyne, South Charlotte area, self-appointed. We are talking Kiowa member guest that I got to play in this past weekend with my buddy Michael. He is the member. I am the guest. We went. We played. We tried to conquer. We failed. But we had a hell of a time doing it. So we're going to talk about the whole weekend. Kiowa in general. The people. The courses. The format. The flight we were in. The time we had. And anything else I might be able to remember from the experience. Some of which is a blur, most of which is not, uh, because I love golf trips. If you know anything about me and the podcasts and all previous episodes, and if you follow me on social media, Ryan Faber on Instagram, if you follow Two Cents Worth podcast, or even me on Facebook or Twitter, whatever it might be. I am a sucker for golf. I am a sucker for golf trips. I put on a spring trip. I go on a fall trip. We now have added this to the mix. If Michael invites me back next year for redemption, we'll see. But it was um, ultimately we played in a practice round that did not matter towards our flight, but it was... Uh, a practice round that we could play. If you don't know about Kiowa, Kiowa has five public courses you can play. The Ocean Course, Osprey Point, Turtle Oak Point, Turtle Point, Cougar Point. In this, we played the Ocean Course, Cougar Point, and Osprey Point. I've played Turtle before, and I played a little extra Turtle this time. I have not played Oak Point. If you know the island, Oak Point is actually on the other side of uh, the island, not directly on Kiowa. The other four are. Um, if you want to learn more, go to KiowaResort.com. I have all the information there for golf, everything else that you can imagine, uh, accommodations, experiences, spa, tennis, recreation, dining, meetings, weddings, da-da-da-da-da. Uh, met a guy who actually does... He is the director of corporate events for Kiwa. He played in this tournament, uh, which we'll get to. The people. The people were amazing. The flight we got was incredible. When I say flight, what it is is that you're paired with other twosomes, and you compete against each other. So I'll get to that later. But, but we first started Wednesday afternoon. Michael picked me up. The first round was Ocean Course. One of the top 100 golf courses in America. Golf Magazine, their latest edition that just came out like two weeks ago. I get it. Um, Has Ocean Course ranked 32nd in the nation of courses. It has hosted a Ryder Cup. It has hosted the PGA Championship. An incredible experience. This is my second time getting to play it. It was... As much fun as it was the first time, 
I in my office at home here in the quote-unquote Bears Den podcast studio, which is just my office, I have the ocean course right behind me, the scorecard, everything on a poster right behind me, 1991 Pete Dye design, so much fun. That was the opening round. Practice round on Thursday. We played um, with these two gentlemen, uh, Scott and Mike. They're from Maryland. Scott has a condo down in Kiowa. They were great guys. We got to play with them Thursday. Again, walked the course, had the caddy. Gary, coach, if you're listening, coach, sweet Gary. He's been out there six years looping. He's been looping out there for six years. If you're down there, get Gary. I'm going to tell you this right now. He gets a little tired towards the end of the round and stops getting your fucking ball. Or he starts picking up your ball when he thinks you're out of the hole. A little annoying considering it was best ball. But, hey, love you, Gare. I know you're not listening. Anyways, uh, and I'm just messing. He was a fantastic man. He, uh, You call him coach because he used to coach college basketball. Coached at Francis Marion, some other places. So he knew where I went, Wingate University, Division II, Francis Marion, Division II. They used to play against each other. He knows the coach from Wingate. Um, and if you don't know about the podcast, I played baseball at Wingate. My wife ran cross-country at Wingate. That is how we met. We've been married 15 years. Boom, there you go. Quick and easy. Now you know more about me. So we do the ocean course. Our tea time's at noon. We have opening night dinner. I believe it's at 6.30 at the conference center right next to Cougar Point, which is where we were going to play 27 holes on Friday. So... Michael, he has a house down there. Um, he's, he's played all these courses. Anytime he goes down there, he plays those courses. I'm sure he's met some of these members. But in our flight, the only one that he knew was our high school friend, Bo, was playing in it. Shout out, Bo, if you're listening. And his buddy, Chris. Chris is the member. It's called the Governor's Club membership is what it is. Uh, Michael is the member there. And um, that's how we were able to play in this member guest. Shout out, Michael. So we only knew Bo. So our flight had six groups, groups of two. So we played five nine-hole matches is what it was. So we go to the dinner. We see Bo. We don't really know anybody else. I get introduced to these two other gentlemen, Nate and Mark, who were going to leave the dinner early to go see Dropkick Murphy's at the North Charleston Coliseum. Uh, Dropkick Murphys, if you don't know. Punk band from Boston. Fantastic. Go look them up. Go listen to their music. It's pretty sweet. Uh, but met them right before they left. Didn't think too much of it. And uh, end up them being in our flight. Excellent guys. Uh, and I'll get to the people later. I'm going to retract people's last names just for... Um, <laughs> Privacy purposes as well as story purposes. I don't know how much they would really want their name being plastered all over uh, the podcast universe. But um, not that we did anything bad. We just had a guy's weekend. We drank. We laughed. We played golf. We ate good food. We made new friends. We had a hell of a time. So opening dinner, 
There you can do a paramutual, which is, if you don't know golf betting, you go and bet. You can bet on yourself. You can bet on other teams. And you're betting basically that you think that they're going to win. So you're buying into them winning. They they collect all of the money, and at the end of it, whoever wins and bet on these teams gets a certain percentage of the winnings, depending on how much you bet towards them. So we saw Mike and Scott, who we played with the Ocean Course with. We put some money on them. They put some money on us. Um. And that's kind of how it went, and it, it's kind of funny because, again, Michael, being a member down there but not knowing a lot of these guys yet, most of the people don't know who we are, right? And, and a lot of these other members are a little older than us, not that much older than us, but a little older than us in our flight. In other flights, there are members that are much older than us, and that's okay. It was a good mix of people. I was, I was quite pleased with uh, the flight that we were in and seeing other flights that there were people of similar age, some guys younger than us, some guys a little older than us, but all within about a 15-year um, age range for our flight and some of the others, which was great. And then you had your older gentlemen as well and, and all of that who've been members for quite a long time, which was um, which was w- what was to be expected down there. Um, and, you know, the dinner was, was good, buffet style. They uh, welcomed us, all that. We had a couple drinks, open bar, and we end up... Uh, getting our gifts. So there was three sets of different gifts that you could get. Michael signed me up for luggage, which I thought was hilarious at first. I'm like, luggage? What the fuck do I need luggage for, Michael? Like, he got a uh, golf travel bag for when he travels. He's on the road quite a bit with uh, his kid's busy schedule and everything. So he would usually come over to my house and borrow mine. He was like, ah, boom, not going to need to do that anymore. I don't need to borrow Ryan's. I don't need his garage code. I'm going to go ahead and get my own. What would Ryan want? Well, I know he's got a travel bag, and the other gift was a rangefinder. Well, I know he's got a rangefinder. Let's get him luggage. And I was like, I look at him, and I just like give him shit. I'm like, luggage? I'm like, I'm not going to complain, but fucking luggage? Well, it's not really luggage. It is Peter Millar. It's a Peter Millar uh, over-the-shoulder bag, which would be, I would consider, like luggage, right? Yeah, you know, I could use that in the airport for when I travel for work or, or personal. It's a really nice size handbag. Uh, over the shoulder bag and then the the best part was the second bag is an actual cooler and I was like now dude now that's what we're talking about that's what they should have marketed it is a Peter Millar soft cooler perfect for the beach for being at Kiowa perfect for the pool in the summer perfect for golfing perfect for backyard going to friends houses whatever this thing is sweet it is Peter Millar it says the governor's club on it it's got the Kiowa logo with the tree fantastic it's a navy blue really nice so i got the luggage michael got the travel bag and then the other gift was um range finders so we we leave the the dinner we got our gifts we got our dinner we bet on ourselves we're feeling good um i'm gonna also say you'll see when i post this on social media you'll see the gear that i got i already had the turtle hat so fair warning when you look at the picture i already had the turtle hat but the over-under going in was, how much is Ryan going to spend on gear? Lindsay, as I left, was like, how many outfits are you going to come home with? And I was like, well, I already have a Kiowa shirt. I already have an Ocean Course shirt. My wish list right now is, and I forgot in the picture, but I also have a leather koozie with the Kiowa tree knitted into it. It's sick. I'll, I'll take a separate picture of that. But in the main picture, I have this Peter Millar vest. 
the dark gray. I'm wearing it right now. The ocean course at Kiowa. I'm wearing my cougar hat right now. It's white. It is a G4 cougar hat. Cougar white hat, and the cougar is in blue and red. Every other letter, blue and red, with the Kiowa logo on the side. I have the turtle hat already from when I played turtle um, earlier this year. I got the osprey in the white. Osprey hat in the white, just like the cougar. And then the ocean course had a gray one. With the white lettering. Sick. I've already got a compliment about it from work. So, uh, you know, one thing that if you know anything about me from for golf and everything, and and, and I, I'm saying this because um, it was told to me at the tournament by multiple people, my golf game might not be the best, but God damn it, I was the best dressed there. I love golf fashion, how I can work for the office. I wear other hats. If I'm going in the office, I'm wearing golf stuff if I don't have to go and sit in front of clients or anything like that. And even some clients, I'll wear golf gear because that's what they wear um, in their own offices. But big fan of golf fashion. Um, so I got the gear. The over-under was 400 I spent a little over 400 even with uh, some of the discounts that we were given. Um, but the gear... That's for me. That's the most. That's almost more fun than the golf. I love going into a pro shop, seeing what they have, because I'm a member here at Firethorn in Charlotte, and um, you know I know what our pro shop looks like, and it's gotten so much better. We have new staff there, and they've done done an incredible job of making sure it's stocked and and has really um, quality gear. So I love to see what else is out there, and especially at a resort like Kiowa. One that just does it right. You have to have the top gear. You have to have quality stuff. It is great. I love doing that and, and seeing it. And um, so the gear, fantastic. Okay. So each course, each pro shop, I went and got a hat. At Ocean, I got the vest and a hat. And then it was just the hat at, at Osprey and um, Cougar. So we're, we're there. Gifts are done. Gear is locked and loaded. Now let's talk about the formats. So the format was you played every group in your flight over a two-day span in a nine-hole match. And it's match play by points, not by holes. So you get a point if you win a hole. You get a half a point if you push. So even if... So it's not like you can win two and one or, or four and three or five and four. You can... But it's based on points. So um, after the first three matches, we played 18 in the morning at Cougar. We show up at Cougar. We were getting ready. It is packed, full of people. I'm going to tell you this right now. A tip, if you are not some of the first people out there to get on the range, which I would, in, all, in my opinion of warming up, I wouldn't be. Because if you're there over an hour earlier than your tee time and you're warming up and you're hitting the range first and then putting, you're going to get cold. You're going to get stiff again. What I do is I'll get there an hour early. Michael wants to get there an hour early. I'll get there an hour early. I'm going to fuck around for a little bit. And by fuck around, I mean I got my coffee. I got some snacks that they had for us. I walked around, started talking to some people, got my golf bag all situated, got all my stuff situated, the speakers up. The phone holders up. 
I got my tees in my pocket. I got my divot fixer, my ball play, everything, right? It's all there. I'm, I'm, I'm set. I'm ready to go for when we are officially ready to play. Then I'll go putt for a little bit, maybe chip around the greens for a little bit. And then when we're about 20 to even 15 minutes before we're about to tee off, that's when you hit the range. You want to know why? Because almost everyone else is already done. And people were waiting in line behind people. Michael even jumped this guy, John, that we met. Nice guy, John. Um, if you end up listening to this, um, I still owe you 100 bucks for when you bet on Bo, which was bullshit that you even showed up on, on that hole and did that to us. But you did, and I still owe you $100. Um, it's an IOU. You're, you're going to want to keep that one. Dumb and Dumber. Remember the movie? Uh, so get there, do all that, but honestly, 20 to 15 minutes. That's all you need. Um, beforehand, because that's when the range is going to get open. You're going to get warm. If you can't figure out your swing in 20 to 15 minutes, I don't know what you're going to do. Just bring it out on the course and hope to God that, you know, you miss hazards and keep it in bounds. So we play the 18. The second group that we played on the 18 was Nate and Mark, the guys that went to dropkick Murphy. So Michael's reminding me of that from the night before because, you know, if you know your boy, I might have got a little buzzed. Oh, <laughs> I, I forgot to mention, after we go to the opening dinner and get our gifts, we went with Bo and Chris to the sanctuary and drank there and had a great time there. If you know the sanctuary, it is the main hotel uh, for the resort. It is basically in the heart of Kiowa. They have a great bar downstairs. So we go over there. We have some drinks. We catch up. We hadn't seen Bo in forever. Uh, Bo, I don't know how many more times I'm going to invite you to a golf trip. After watching you kick our fucking ass on Saturday, I don't know if I want to invite you again or I want to invite you and make sure that you're on my team because this dude's dropping putts. It It's demoralizing when he's playing at a 17 handicap, you're playing at a 12, Michael's playing at a 6. We're having to give him strokes, and he's – birdie net double uh, birdie net eagle on us half the time so shout out to Bo Bo maybe you'll make a trip you know I know you can't get all the PTO that we get but you can still save it up buddy boy um I know you're gonna be in one of these days I never gave up on Michael after 10 years and now he goes on all the golf trips I won't give up on you Bo I won't do it so anyways we go to the sanctuary I forgot about that because that leads back to my story of Nate and Mark, I forgot that we even met them the night before because your boy got a little drunk, having a great time, very excited. Michael invited me to this thing in like April, and I was like immediately, I'm like, yep, I'm in. And he's like, okay, I haven't even cleared it with my wife yet. He's like, but I love the fact that you're in already. I'm like, I am in, dude. Like, let's not even play around. I'm in. Um, so, we, you know, I have to wait till October. So we we uh, we go to the sanctuary. We go home. Michael's place is right around the corner from the sanctuary. Thank goodness. We get back. I think we even drank a little more too. Watch some. Did we watch the World Series, dude? I can't even remember. I think. Well, the the I, I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Second round, we play Nate and Mark. No, Michael's like, dude, you're playing Dropkick Murphys for him. I'm like, okay. I'm like, oh yeah, these are the guys that went to Dropkick Murphy. So start playing Dropkick Murphy. And immediately spark up conversation. And this is leading into the people. So obviously I know Bo and Chris. 
they're on the tee with us because they're playing in the group behind us. We're all bullshitting. Like it's it's just funny that three guys all went to high school together, um, and these three guys, me, Mike, and Bo, hadn't seen each other. Me and Michael have obviously because we're both members of Firethorn. We both live here in Charlotte, but Bo we hadn't seen in in, in years. Um, and you know that's the great thing about good friends is that no matter what, you, you catch up with them right away and you, you kind of pick up where you left off. And that's what we did with, with Bo. And we're all bullshitting on the tee box there. Nate and Mark start making jokes about like how the hell we know each other from high school. And you know, some, some guy jokes start coming out while we're hitting tee shots. And immediately I was like, these dudes are great. This is, this is fantastic. You know, this is going to be so much fun. The first nine was fun with uh Wicho and David, from Miami, we had a good time with them. They were a little more serious. They were they were more there to play golf. Where then after that, you know, the uh, the fun really turned up. Um, and uh, after our first nine, we were down. Weicho got Weicho and David got five points. We got four, so we weren't that far off. But they got five points. We got four. We played Nate and Mark. We end up. Beating them five and a half to three and a half, something like that. Uh, but had a great time. Start really getting to know these guys, um, joking around with them. And so we finished the 18. Nate is the member down there. Nate's got a house down there. Um, lives there full time and everything. And that, that's another thing I wanted to touch on too is it, it amazed me that the group that we had and the flight that we had is the the guys that actually live on Kiowa full-time. My assumption, shame on me, but also just going to Kiowa for vacations. Again, if you listened, we went to Kiowa for our 15-year anniversary, Lindsay and I, in August for a couple days. We've gone there before for a, a couple's vacation. Uh, my neighbors down the street go to Seabrook every year for their family vacation. Like to me, it's a very obviously tourist type thing. So I never really assume that people live there full time. I know they do, but I never really see it or experience it. And two of the guys in our flight, two of the houses that we went to, these guys live on the island full time. And, and it's, it's really cool to see the community that's there and the people that are there. I get to meet a lot of people that work at the resort, um, that are just super really great people um, that are just like, you know, you and me, just down to earth, just there to have a good time, um, appreciative of other people and guests and so welcoming. It, it was really awesome. So we play with those guys and, you know, Nate's the member. Nate knows a lot of people. And the way that Cougar finishes, 18, obviously goes into the clubhouse um, as it would, but it's the clubhouse is elevated above it. So there's chairs that you can pull up and sit right, like basically right above the green. So it's really cool. It's, it's a little nerve wracking for anybody there, especially if you saw me thin my 60 degree into the, uh, chairs, uh, and table at the pro shop, literally almost shattered the window. That would have fucking sucked. Thank God I didn't do that. That would have been a, a hell of a, uh, conversation with my wife that I'm buying a $10,000 window, but I didn't. Don't thin a sixty, people. It's not good. Got not good news. So, anyways, we get to we're sitting there, and this is kind of when I knew like this is a little different than some of the other tournaments I've played in, and some of the other ones, even at my own club. Like I really like Firethorn, but it it can be 
I would imagine just like anywhere else, but like in this situation, this member guest, it wasn't, but it can be very clicky. Um, but all the members that we played with in the flights and all the members that I met outside of our flight were so welcoming to all the guests and, and me especially and, and others. And, and, um, I imagine it'd be like that at, at Firethorn. I don't, I don't think I've ever played in the member guest. We'll be playing the member member. Um, but it is a little clicky. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think most courses like that, like mine, are are certainly that way. But, um, and that's fine. But for here, you know, we're sitting there. Me and Michael are sitting there. We don't. We know Chris and Bo. But other than that, we don't really know anybody else. And Chris, in all honesty, I only met the day before, so I know Chris. I I had been on a Facetime with him one time when Bo called me. Um, with our other buddy B, they just got done playing golf. So I knew of Chris and I knew who he was, but I never met him in person until the night before. So I know those two guys and they were finishing up behind us, but you know, Nate and Mark come and sit right next to us and have lunch with us. And I was like, that's kind of when I knew I'm like, okay, this is a little different. Like this is, this is going to be competition, but at the same time, it's going to be fun. These guys are legit good time. They're introducing us to other people that's when we met John, where John was like, I know this guy. And he pointed to Michael. He's like, this is the guy that jumped me in line on the range earlier. And Michael's like, yeah, true story. And, da, da, da. and he's like, and then he kind of ignored me because he had his headphones in. I turn around and start talking to somebody and Michael just jumps in front of me and takes my spot. So that was kind of funny. But um, nice people. Great time. We have lunch with Nate and Mark, you know, start getting to know him a little better. Then we go out, play our last match and we meet Joe and John. Joe and John. Joe, New York, John. Um, I can't remember where John grew up. Doesn't matter. John works at the resort. Joe lives on the island. Both are around our age. Um, so, again, another two guys that are fantastic. We played nine holes with them, right? That's all we did. We played nine holes with them. I I've only known these guys for about two hours. Joe's having a big party at his house. Hey, I want you guys to come and, and join. Come meet my girlfriend, fiance. Come to my house. Here's the address. You know, here's the time. We're going to be cooking all night. The menu. Please join us. And I was like, okay. I'm like, sometimes when you get invited to those things, you're like, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't really know this person. Like, maybe we're just going to go back to the house. Maybe we'll get our own dinner. Because the plan was you're on your own for dinner, right? So you have your opening night dinner and you have the closing night dinner. But that, that day in between, you're on your own for dinner. So Michael and I were like, well, we'll go to Freshfields. We'll go to Cantina, get some tacos, whatever. And that was the plan. Well, plans change, right? So we finish against Joe and John. After day one, we are tied for the lead in the flight. Had a good second and third round. Joe and John got a little blitzed. And this is how I know also that we're having a good time. It's a little more loose than I was expecting we're taking, and when I say we, me, Michael wasn't taking shots. He doesn't do that. Taking fireball shots. They have a flask with four roses bourbon in it. We're taking shots of that. I'm housing beers. Like, we're having a hell of a time. And shockingly enough, I played really well. I had my first eagle. I've had plenty of eagle attempts. I've never, the eagle has always screwed me i've never gotten an eagle i had my first eagle ever against these guys half blitzed on a par five i drain about a 15 footer uh 
And so then we're taking shots for that. Like it, it was such a good time. Joe is just such a really great guy, fun guy to play with, just there to to party. But you know, professionally, the dude is legit, and it, you know, it, so I like that mix, right? Like that's how that's how I am. That's how most of my friends are. Like at work, we're we are serious. We're 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 professional. You get us on the golf course. You get us around friends. We loosen up. We are buddies, and it it felt like I had known these guys forever, even though I had met them literally two hours before. So. We finish up. We go back to Michael's. He's working on trying to figure out Spectrum for his uncle, Spectrum Cable. So we're on the phone with help help desk. We're her last call of the day. We're trying to make her feel better. She yet she did say we were the best call that she's had in a long time and thanked us because again, um, if you know anything in what I do in my job in IT consulting and staffing, I do. Uh, man, my team manages quite a bit of help desk and, and help desk projects for our large clients. And, you know, there, most of these people are great people, but it, you know, there's nothing worse than having a job to where most of the time people are calling you because something is screwed up that they need you to fix. So frustrations are already high, all that. So anytime I'm on the phone with help desk, I'm, I try and be, um, as nice as I possibly can. We have it on speaker and we're talking to her and finally get it all fixed. We're good. Texting with uh, Chris. He was going to join us at Joe's. Ended up not. Bo had gone back to Charleston for the night for a Halloween party, which he tried to get me and Michael to go to. And uh, that was never going to happen. I was never going to get in a car and drive an hour into Charleston after golfing all day, drinking all day, and going to a Halloween party. That was not happening. So we end up going to Joe's house, and he's got a spread. And by the by the time we got there, I want to say it was like 7.30. We only stayed for about three hours, 7.30 to 10.30. He had already cooked a ton of food. Him and his fiance girlfriend had already cooked a ton of food. And the entire time we were there, the three hours we were there, he was constantly cooking mingling, welcoming people. Such a fun time. We sat out on his porch talking to people, having drinks. He had coolers full of stuff. Like It was a legit spread, a party. There was people from other flights there. It was was a lot of um, people that live on the island, people that work at the resort. All this, uh, all these people were there and it was, it was such a good time and, and fun. So we do that. We wrap it up for the night because tea times on Saturday were at nine. I don't remember now. I want to say nine. So we have two tea times on, on Saturday. So again, we have two more matches. We played three on Friday. We have two more on Saturday. And then the winner of the flight goes into a shootout. So Saturday, we're tied for the lead going in. Chris and Bo work us all over the course. I do absolutely zero to help Michael. Uh, I probably lost more balls in Osprey Points water than I've lost in about a year. I'm just hooking drives. I'm hitting trees. I'm drinking again. There's Joe and John taking fireball shots in front of us. He, Joe bought out the entire Cart Girls fireball selection. So we're, we're housing fireballs anytime we get up to them at a tee box or whatever. Again, we, I mean me, Bo, and Chris, Michael not. Um, so we're doing that. We lose to Bo and Chris. 
Bo, like I said, drops a birdie for a net eagle. He's having a heck of a round. Michael played like he played one one over against them, and we lost because, again, on the holes that I stroked on, I did absolute dog shit. I, I, I was just terrible. Um, and then we played uh, Brian and Jeff in our last group. Me and Michael both open with a par five. This is an opening hole. Par five. We both hit the green in two. So now I have another eagle putt. I miss it by an inch and a half. I almost had a second eagle. Michael eagles his. Jeff birdies his. Thank God uh, Michael eagled or we would have been – we would have had the hole. And these guys were like, oh, my God. Like these two just – one just made an eagle putt. The other one just missed an eagle putt. Like we're going to get worked by these dudes. Yeah, well, that didn't happen. Next hole, OB. Next hole after that, I go OB again. I'm I'm just spraying balls. At this point, I just look at Michael. I'm like, you're on your fucking own. Then he's duffing chips. And then I was like, well, we're both on our own, I guess. It's a shit show. And, and so we end up finishing tied for third in the flight. Bo and Chris win the flight. They were two points back to start the day. They come back. They win the flight. They go into the shootout. So it's every flight winner. And then the last group of all the flights that have the most remaining points. So um, just to make it even, I guess, right? So the, the shootout is basically gr groups are going to drop after every hole, right? So we go to hole one, and love you, Bo and Chris, but they dump one into the green side bunker, all right? They're still in the hole. Dump one in the green side bunker. They're hitting their third shot. Duffs it. Rolls back in the bunker. I want to say Bo duffed it again because it's alternate shot. So then Chris hits again, finally gets on the green. We're all – I start I start heckling him. One, I'm drunk. Two, everyone else is silent. And it's like, guys, it's been loose all weekend. So I start heckling him. They, everyone starts laughing, loosening up, whatever. And then we, we go to the next hole. Next hole is a par three over water. There's six groups left, maybe seven groups left. I can't remember how many were left after the first hole. All but two dump it in the water. It was like the most anticlimactic shootout we could have ever seen. Like we're all sitting there going and just watching guys dump in the water. And not like dump in the water close. Like these dudes are duffing balls into the water like 20, 30 yards in front of them. And we're like, oh my God. So then we get to the next hole. This is the last hole of the shootout. There's only two groups left, okay? This is how the shootout ends. Two groups left. They both hit. One goes into the, like the reeds near the grass. It is a Titleist 4 with two black dots on it. Well, luck have it, they find a Titleist 4. This group hits the Titleist 4 out into the fairway. When they finally go and look at it, they realize they hit someone else's ball. It's not their ball automatic DQ. They didn't even finish the hole. We're all up at the green wondering like what's happening. All of a sudden they're taking pictures. The people from the resort are taking pictures of them and all this stuff. And we're like, what the hell is going on here? One of the rules guys comes up and he's like, I'm holding the ball they hit. And he's like, it's a Titleist 4. They were hitting a Titleist 4. I'm like, okay. And he's like, this doesn't have two black dots on it. They were hitting one with two black dots. So they hit a ball that wasn't theirs. Automatic DQ. That's how the shootout ends. So you spend this whole weekend, you have this great format, you're having all this fun, and the way that it ends is they hit someone else's ball that was also in the reeds where they had hit. 
not from any other groups in that match, but from whenever. And luck have it, it's a Titleist 4, and that's what they were hitting as well. I mean, you can't write that. Like, you can't write that script. So that's how it ends. We all kind of just drive back to our cars. We start packing up. Michael wants to show me a little bit about the, the island. So, again, there's five public courses on the Kiowa side. There's five public courses that are a part of the resort. And then there are two private courses, Kasik and the River. So we are near the river as we're heading back to his house. So we start driving through the river. And before we had left, Nate had given Mike his number. And uh, they're texting. And Nate was like, make sure you give Ryan my, my number. So I start texting him. And he's like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, well, we're driving around river course. Michael's showing me the course, showing me the houses, beautiful houses. You know, 10.5 million, 5 million, these monster homes, just beautiful homes on Kiowa. Uh, so he's just driving me around, kind of showing me more of the island, more of like the people that are living there full time and all that stuff, trying to immerse me more into the island than what I know it as is just a tourist place and vacation place, right? So Nate's like, well, dude, I live on Turtle. Come play with me and Mark. We're just going to walk a couple holes and play a one hole, one club challenge. I was like, and I look at Michael, I go, you in? He's like, yeah. He's like, the beer's in the fridge. Here's the code to the if to the garage if it's not open. Meet us out on the course. So this is late in the afternoon. So most of the people that are are on the course are already done. This is the front nine. So we meet them out. We played six holes with a one club challenge. Um, end up going back to Nate's house. The closing dinner is at seven. All of a sudden, it's like seven thirty. We're all in his kitchen, you know, laughing, having a good time. We met his wife, and. Um, they're two dogs and and he's like do you guys want to go to the dinner or do you just want to go to dinner on our own like let's go to freshfield so we're like all right we'll go to dinner so we go to dinner again we had met these guys for me i had met them thursday night for about 10 seconds before they went to dropkick murphy we then spent two hours with them had lunch with them and then the next morning oh, i need to mention the next morning i'm wearing my blue waggle golf mammoth hoodie for Mammoth Drives, because I hit the ball far, uh, even though I was shanking it everywhere. Uh, and Nate comes out with his blue hoodie that is camo. So we're looking almost the same. So again, just immediately like another connection of like, hey, look at us. Like, And then his buddy Mark is like, would you guys call each other up and shop in each other's closets? So like, you know, digs at each other. So again, only a couple hours of knowing these guys. But just, you know, when you're around good dudes, right? So end up going to dinner with Nate, Mark, Nate's wife, Michael and I, we go out, we come back to their house, we keep partying until about like 1230 or whatever, and at that point, me and Mike were like, all right, we need to go, like, both of us need to drive home tomorrow, Michael's driving, he's driving me, but like, we both need to hit the road tomorrow in the morning, we got stuff to do in the afternoon, so we, we head back to Michael's house, we're blasting the Foo Fighters, we were blasting music at Nate's house, just having a great time. Um, and uh, so that's that's how the whole weekend ends. We wake up in the morning, clean up Michael's house, get our, our shit together and, and hit the road. Got some Bojangles on the way home to soak up some of the alcohol. And um, the experience was just, it was just awesome. Overall, the experience was incredible. 
I told Michael, I can't wait to do it again next year. And he was like, I don't know if I'll invite you if, if, if you play like you did on Saturday. Um, but I promise, Michael, I'll try and hold it together. I can't help it that I suck at golf. I look great. I'm the best dressed, but I might suck. And that's okay, man. Come on. I'm back in for next year. If not, I'm calling Nate or Joe or Chris. They'll they'll put me on their team. Or or David or Brian. I know I now connected to all of them on LinkedIn and everything else. So um, the experience was awesome. So much fun. I'm so thankful for it. The guys that I met, the new friendships. The, now that if I go to Kiowa for a vacation, whatever, I know I can reach out to those guys if I want to play around the golf or even get a beer with them or go out to dinner with our wives because I know, obviously, my wife would definitely fit right in with with that those group, those guys and, and their wives and girlfriends and fiancés. And, um, just an overall incredible experience. I, I'm really thankful for it. Um, I'm loving the new gear. My team at work is going to get real annoyed with me because they're going to see it constantly over the next couple of weeks. Um, but overall, 10 out of 10, so much fun. I don't know what else to say about it. The people, the courses, the overall vibe, the flight we were in, just the, the welcoming atmosphere of the members, of the staff, of the people welcoming us into their homes, their wives, their girlfriends, welcoming these two strangers, me and Michael, into their homes and, you know, treating us like friends that they had known for years. Awesome. Awesome time. Um, thank you again, Michael, for inviting me. That's the recap. If you have a chance to go down to Kiowa and play golf, do it. Highly suggested. Even if you don't play the ocean course it can be expensive it's like 300 and something or 400 dollars to play plus a caddy fee if you do the caddy it and i've talked about this before on the podcast when i did play it and i, I said that you know the problem that i would have with it is that i would want to do it over and over again and that's still true but these other courses are great turtle's great osprey's great cougar's great i've not played oak point but i can't imagine it's going to disappoint either I would suggest it if you're a golf fanatic, if you're someone that likes a good vacation, Kiowa is a great place to go. Seabrook on the other side is a great place to go. I highly suggest it. That's my recap. That's the Kiowa member guest from my side of the house. That's my two cents worth of it. As always, like, share this, tell people about the podcast, help grow, help us get to number one on the charts. Not going to happen. Uh, still one of the top podcasters in the Ballantyne, South Charlotte area. I'm Ryan DeFaber. This is Two Cents Worth. Have a great day.